0: Hey, this is Alex, and I've got a great interview for you today. Elena is a, wait for it, full-time options trader. That means her primary source of income is through trading options and coaching others. Her and her co-founder, Chaz, created Options Bay to teach women about the stock market. Anyone interested in trading options should be ready to take notes and save this episode to revisit later. I hope you enjoy
1: Um, so my name's Elena Bradley. Um, I'm the co-creator of Options Bay um, with my partner, Chaz Jones. Um, we basically created this platform to teach women about the stock market. Um, we started in June and it's just kind of snowballed um, with Clubhouse and everything. So, um, yeah, that's what we're here for. We love to to share the knowledge.
0: Okay, so Options Bay, what is what is the platform that's option Bay? Is it a website? Is it a trading platform? What is it?
1: Um, so we have a website, OptionsBay.com. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on TikTok, and it's all Options Bay. Um, so yeah, we share a lot of content on there. Um, we drop like little gems just about the stock market, things that people don't really think about or remember. Um, We share watch lists every week. Like on Clubhouse, we have like a due diligence room every Sunday and it basically teaches people how to research stocks. Um, And then we post that list every every Sunday night on Instagram. So that's actually become really popular. Um, But we just want people to get in the habit of like researching before they jump into the market. So I think that's building really good habits among the community that we that we work with.
0: Okay, Elena. So so we know that you um started this platform with your partner Chaz, uh teaching options, right? Mm-hmm. Particularly trying to teach it to to women to get them in this space, but is that what you went to school for? Did you go to school for like business or finance, economics?
1: No, not at all. So um, Chaz is actually a respiratory therapist right now and she's in Houston. And um, COVID has, like, kind of taken over her life as far as work goes. But for me, um, my bachelor's is in counseling and human services. Um, And I actually wanted to be a marriage counselor. Like, that that was my dream when I was younger. Um, And I'm in grad school now for digital marketing. Um, But, yeah, I definitely kind of took a pivot. Um, And I guess I can try to get into, like, why. So, basically, long story short, um, I found myself, like, I was actually in, like, an abusive relationship And me and my ex both got like assault charges from that. So it was really, really like ugly. Um, So it was really hard to find a job in that field. And so then when I found the stock market, um, it really just kind of like kind of set me free from that. So I was able to really like make the kind of money I wanted to make um, and help other women in that same in that same situation, because it is really common. Um so yeah, that's why I'm just women's empowerment is like my my whole heart. Like I'm super passionate about that. So
0: yeah, I mean, and that's something I think that's really, really big that you're able to to target that kind of audience because obviously there's you know there's other people like you who are going through relationships like that. Um but it, in addition to that, just the the um societal stigma around relationships, right? That women are home and men are at work, well, then men control the majority of the finances. Well, if you teach women how to trade options, they never have to leave the house, right? They could make their own money at home, um, which is a cool thing for you to give them.
1: Yeah. And then I've even had like, um, I mean, it's not even just the women, just people that have records in general. There's a whole population of people like that, that are, um, they're trying to to be financially stable and then they just have a really hard time finding work. And so like, I know people that do like stocks and crypto and just all these things that they're able to live um, these lifestyles that they never thought imaginable from the stock market. So it's really, really cool to see.
0: There's another guy um, just on that particular aspect, the the helping people who, with the records and things like that, a guy named wall street trapper. He's a big, you know of him yeah he's a big influencer in that space in particular um and i think you're right any anybody who i mean the job is like the safe haven for people financially right if you need money you go get a job um but for a large percentage of the population that's not even possible so mm-hmm. the stock market is there's no uh gatekeeper yeah. Right? There's no as long as you have a social security number and a little bit of money, you can start an account and start trading. Um so that is that is really cool. You're giving people a big big tool to use. Now, uh what do you do for work? Cuz I think the the audience is really going to love Uh, Your answer here, because we know you're still in school, but what do you do to to pay the bills?
1: So I do. I trade stock options full time. Um, That is my that is my job. It is a stressful job, but it's rewarding. Um, But and I also tutor. I do teach other people how to do this. But yeah, full time I'm trading. Um, And by full time, I don't mean every day. I don't trade every day. Um, I make a trading plan over the weekend, usually Sunday nights um, with the group. And I write out my trades for the week, and I stick to my plan. So I don't jump in random things. Um, I don't revenge trade. You know, if I lose money, I'm not gonna like scurry around to find something. Like I'm very disciplined, and I've learned that with loss, of course. Um, but yeah, some days I do not trade. Some days I do. So.
0: All right. Yeah. I mean, that the revenge trading. Listen, I <laughs> I have a set of rules myself. But I mean, once in a while, I'll be I'll get a little salty. And try to take something back from the market. And let me tell you, the market doesn't give anything back, no. especially if you try to force it. So I like that you do that and the fact that you're able to trade for a living, I mean your your discipline is uh a requirement. Yeah. Right. Not only is knowledge important, but the discipline to to know when to not do anything. Um so you mentioned Chaz earlier. Who who is Chaz? I mean, we know she's a respiratory therapist and you're her business partner, mm-hmm. but how did that? How did that happen? Did you meet in high school, college? Where did that come from?
1: So we've never met in person, which is so insane because we started all this together. Um, but when I started trading, um, I bought like a course from my my mentor, us uh, named Stephen Barge. And so Stephen actually sold a course to Chaz as well, so we both kind of met in his community. Um, and this it, this is like a group on Slack. So me and Chaz are like posting games. We're both like really kind of growing in the group. And Steve was like, hey, I think you guys would be great as like admins just to help the new people in the group. So we had like a text message, like a little group chat. And then from there, me and Chaz were like, you know, hey, let's do this for women. You know, like let's really team up because I guess a lot of the women in the group like started looking up to us and things like that. So we just wanted to kind of be mentors to them like Steve was to us. Um, and it's been awesome. Like it's really like we've got a little following, um, but yeah, it's been so much fun. Well, yeah, we've never met in person. This is all digital.
0: and that there's the that's the COVID economy, right? You, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with that, doing work with people they've never met before. But that is particularly interesting because you're running a website. You have a website together. You have Instagram and a bunch of other social media platforms together. You have uh, an audience that follows the two of you and little do they know that you two don't even (laughs) have never even met before.
1: Um, My parents are horrified. Like when I told them, Hey, you know, I'm quitting a job to jump in the stock market and I'm starting a business with someone I don't know. Like they were horrified. (laughs) They had no idea what I was even thinking, but they see the fruits of our labor. So they're good now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Parents. I mean, Will never on I don't even, when you said it to me, I didn't even understand it um yeah. so I could only imagine when their heart dropped what they were thinking
1: yeah
0: um so you mentioned uh, a mentor do you believe people should have a mentor in the stock market or should they just i mean there's courses out there there's YouTube there's a bunch of websites do do you see the value in having a mentor or do you think someone could do it without help
1: um so I don't think you necessarily need a mentor, but I do think that everyone should have some kind of community um, around them. And there's like Discords and there's Twitter. There's all kinds of communities of people. But like, I don't think the stock market is like a solo mission. I definitely think you need people to kind of collaborate and like toss ideas around with because I've definitely had ideas before and I've had like, you know, 2,000 people shoot it down at once. So <laughs> that kind of forsakes me from making a bad decision.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. Okay, so you, not even so much as a mentor but having a community. Yeah. Um now for you, you've grown a, a a sizable community around this idea of helping women. What's it like growing a community like that in a space that's really dominated uh by men?
1: Man, it's um it's empowering. I would say it's easier now, but I do know like when I first started like when we when me and chas first started with this like even on clubhouse we'd go on there and like try to speak and like people would speak over us or like we'd go in these stock chats and there'd be no women on the panel um so it was just like okay can we get some representation going um and now there's a lot of there's a lot of women who are like on there speaking freely openly um getting their boyfriends involved so yeah it's definitely like the movement is happening so i'm really happy to see more women in the in the market
0: do you feel, I mean, it's empowering, but do you feel like you either maybe had something to do with that or you're championing that? Where do you feel that your impact has been or where do you want your impact to be maybe in the future? Where do you see yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of us that are championing this. Like there's like me and Chaz. There's like there's a girl, Tiffany J. Um, there's Terry Igioma. Like there's a lot of women in this space, especially black women, Um <clears throat> But, yeah, I don't think we're championing it. I think we're all just kind of, like, pulling the ropes and, and trying to make it more mainstream and normalize it. But I definitely see, like, the future is going to be – there's just going to be more women in, than men in the market. That's my ultimate goal.
0: <laughs> I, I like that goal. And and it's, it's funny. I've been doing this podcast for, for a little while. And every time I speak to somebody, uh, like a female guest or I'm interviewing somebody or whatever – and they asked me about the stock market, and 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 I'd say about 90% of them are like have no experience. They've never touched it. And I tell them straight up you know, statistically, women are better in the stock market than men are. You just have way more discipline. Yeah. And that's all the stock market is. It's it's this a little bit of knowledge, but discipline and confidence. And women, you just hold that trait much more than men do. Men have E like I said before. You and I both trade, but you won't revenge trade and I'll get my ego will go, and I'll go after it. Right. And that's just that's that's a, a a male a lack of control that a lot of men have. Not everybody, but a lot of men have that, which women don't like you guys could be really some killers in the market.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of times, too, like women, especially like the moms I've seen, their patience is like next level. So like they can sit on something or like wait on those entries. And that makes a huge difference in the, in your trading as well. Cause I'm not very patient. I had to learn that too. And I still have my times where I'm not. <laughs> so.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of pay, I mean, my, I, I watching my, I have two children and watching uh, my girlfriend deal with them is like, I, I would blow fused. <laughs> yeah. But again, like you said, the patience is just almost natural, yeah. um, which is cool. All right. So, now that we've gotten the the introductions and we've gotten some of your theories and some of your philosophies, take us to school right now. I want you to tell us a little bit about options as if you were teaching to a fifth grader. So explain okay. to us calls, puts, and, and kind of walk us through it.
1: Okay, yeah, for sure. So um, let's just differentiate stocks from options real quick. So stocks, you buy the stock, you own it. It's yours till you're old and gray, or you can sell it for a profit or for loss. Um, but it's ownership, right? Um, so with stock options, um, we don't own these, like we have, we control them and we have the right to exercise them. And so what that means is, well, let me just back up. So a stock option, uh, we buy and sell these in the form of contracts. And so one contract represents a hundred shares of the underlying stock. And so, um, if you buy a contract, you do have the right to exercise that, which means you're just going to buy out the 100 shares if you want to do that. You don't have to, but you have the right to do that. Um, So there's two different types. You know, there's calls and there's puts. Um, We buy calls when we think the actual share is going to increase. We buy puts if we think the share price is going to decrease and we can profit with both ways. Um, And then once you get kind of more advanced with it, it can get a lot more flavorful. (laughs) But just for today, um, we've got calls and puts. So then they expire. Right. So. All these have an expiration date. Um, I like to call it a shot clock. So the longer you hold these up until your expiration date, um, the more money that you're going to pay in time decay. Time decay is basically like rent. So you pay a little rent every day that you hold this. Um, If you stay all the way until your lease is up, then, um, you know, that that can expire worthless. So um, just try to get out with a profit as soon as possible. That's my mantra. And I try to cut it in half. So like if I go out a month on expiration, I'm out within two weeks. And that just kind of helps me cushion the time decay a little better. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, that's the gist of it. It's there's a lot more to it, but it is um, it's lucrative. Your profits like your ROIs on those are going to be a lot higher and a lot quicker than on, on your shares. Just buying up flat out shares.
0: Nice, because the option allows you to call control 100, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why the ROI the is a little bit heavy, uh, higher, right? That kind of leverage. So in, in your experience, what is the best way to use options? Um, I don't know if you can make it particular to this market or just what you see in general, maybe in your studies. Uh, what's the best way to use options in your strategy?
1: Um, I will say the safest way to, to use these, of course, I'm, I'm huge on risk management. Like I drill it into everyone I meet, Um, even people in the grocery store. I'm like, please use risk management. But seriously, um, I think the best and safest place with these is ETFs, um, like long-term ETFs. Um, like, I mean, I don't want to drop, this isn't financial advice you guys, (laughs) but like, if you look at like your EEM or your ARC or your Vanguard's, like those things are, they're just rocking, right? Like they're on a growth path to heaven. So if you can get, you know, long-term options on those, even if you don't want to be a trader, like a day trader and be on this thing all the time, um, you can just grab, you know, a year out and just hang on to that and then go about your life and, mind, and you know, live your life. And those things are just going to grow for you. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the, the safest way to play these. But of course, you know, you have your risk takers who hop on Tesla and, you know, it's like a bucking bull. <laughs> but I mean, it's I've made money on Tesla too. So
0: yeah, Tesla's Tesla's. Uh, I, and I I jumped on the Tesla wagon a couple. Uh, what was it days ago or last week sometime? I mean, that thing is that's a wild ride for sure. I don't mm-hmm. normally trade Tesla, but I figured, you know, the the money was there, so why not just test it out? And holy, I mean, within seconds it can move ten, twenty dollars, which is, you know, insane.
1: Yeah, I have beginners um, and they, they see Tesla and they're like bright eyed and bushy tailed. and I'm like, please don't let that be your first thing that you get into. Like,
0: it's yeah, just,
1: it's just oh,
0: not. oh yeah, you don't, know, you know, you gotta walk crawl. Was a crawl before you crawl before you rock and, and walk before you run? The kind yeah. of thing Tesla's yeah. like just getting on a motorcycle, <laughs> no helmet, and you know, going, for, yeah, yeah, no, let's yeah. not. Um, okay, so how do you know? So you said long-term ETFs, so doing long – I've never – actually never spoken to someone that suggested doing options on a long-term ETF or, or doing long op- call options on that. That's in, that's super interesting. What do you – okay, so we know what a call and a put is. How do you know when to use a call and when to use a put?
1: Um. So there's really two kinds of traders. Like you have your fundamental traders who are trading like off news. Um, which is fine. You can, you know, get a news article or hear about a merger or what have you. And you can kind of ride that news and kind of play off that. Um, But then you have your technical people like like myself (laughs) and uh, we go off of candlesticks and patterns and, um, you know, volume and we find our moves like that. So there's no, I mean, there's really no wrong way to eat a Reese's, you know, (laughs) there's more than one way to attack this. And a lot of people do both. Like, I think it's important to know what's going on with the company as well as how to read a chart. So like it it all kind of goes hand in hand. Um, But like I said, everyone has kind of their own flavor with this and it really doesn't matter as long as you're making money. That's the goal, right? So if it works. Then that's then go with it. Rinse and repeat.
0: Okay. So, so a call option is when you think it's going to go up. Mm A puts when you think it's going to go down? You're saying some people use the charts, Mm -hmm. uh, candlesticks, patterns, um, well, wedges all that crap and then you have people who not crap but yeah. um yeah uh, all the people and then you have people who use news where they're waiting for something to, to drop and then they jump on that sock without knowing anything about the company yeah. they just jump onto the news which again like you said both work yeah. um and it is just a probabilities game you either you're right or you're wrong so right. it's there's there's no real um right or wrong way to use it it's just preference
1: yeah um, I- yeah, you have to have... I think you should have more than one tool in your toolbox. Like, I I think you really should pull from both strategies. Um, that's what I... I mean, that's really what I do, but I'm very technical with this because, you know, news doesn't always give us what we need from the stock market, <laughs> so...
0: Very true. And oftentimes, you get a lot of backwards results from news. mm mm-hmm. um, So what are your... Give us three stocks that are your favorite to trade. And like she said, this is not... Uh, advice. It's <laughs> not financial advice. We're just talking about our per our personal preferences. Uh, so what are your three favorite stocks to trade?
1: Um, I would say SPY for sure. Um, I would say QQQ, and uh, I would say Tesla. I don't want to lead y'all down the wrong path, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's all just your. Fr- they shouldn't even be listening to you at this point. They yeah. should have cut it off. I just want to know what your favorite
1: are. I I'm sorry I'm ashamed
0: but yeah <laughs> interesting no but hey it's that's that's uh Tesla you I mean you some you sometimes you just can't resist but you, you see the bull that's got the saddle on you just want to you know try it out there's no there's nothing wrong with that um that's that's cool that you trade the uh the QQq too I've traded the spy but never really done any options on QQq um okay so do you have A long-term portfolio, that's something that I I stress a lot doing in this podcast whenever I talk about stocks or options, and is to get a long-term portfolio, because that's my personal philosophy, Mm -hmm. right? What's your thoughts on a long-term portfolio, and do you have one?
1: Yeah, so I actually just started a Roth, like just started by like this year. (laughs) I just started one. Um, I've got, I do have Arc in there. I do have EEM in there, and I have VOO, like V-O-O in there. Um, and I do plan on adding to it just with my options profits. Um, my mentor, Steve, he was actually like, okay, Hey, you need to start, you know, thinking ahead. Cause like, um, he's been telling me that all year, actually, when I first started making profit, I was like all over the place with my money. Like, just like, I was really spending money like a drug dealer. And he's like, okay, let's, let's, <laughs> it." <laughs> so I did finally start my IRA, um, new tax year. So yeah. And I use M1, M1 finance for that.
0: For your for your long term, you use Amazon Finance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you trade, do you what do you use when you trade?
1: Um. So when I'm trading, I'm actually using Robinhood, Weeble, or TD Ameritrade.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I had a Weeble for like for like a couple of weeks, and then I deleted it. I don't know. I don't know. Something. It it it's a beautiful platform, yeah. but there's something something about it something about it was just a little. Uh, sketchy to me but besides that we use pretty much the same the same platforms um so your your portfolio is primarily etfs just like like you said yeah. before right why why etfs for the long term in I your opinion
1: ETFs. yeah i'm like the queen of etfs they literally, <laughs> um and just quick plug etfdb.com etf database that's a gold mine um but basically these companies they're doing the work for us right like they're we're picking a sector and they're telling us, okay, well, this is the strongest stock in, in this sector. And they're putting them all together in one beautifully packaged ETF. And not only that, they're managing it. So the weak companies, they're, they're moving out of that and moving in somebody stronger. So it's really just great for growth. Um, and it's, it's. I mean, I don't see how anyone couldn't love them. They're, they move a little slower, but um, the growth is just non-deniable.
0: It's like you have your own little employee, right? Managing your portfolio.
1: Yes. And Kathy Woods, she's the queen. Like she is absolutely the queen.
0: Kathy Woods. I've been hearing her name a lot in the yeah. news lately. A lot.
1: Yeah. She um she has ARC, like ARC Investments, and they have all these different ETFs, but like they're just like, I don't know if she's psychic or what. She just has really good insight into the market. Um, she stopped uh, up in this, um, space ETF, like ARKX, and that's going to go insane. And I can't wait to buy it. <laughs> like, I really can't wait until it's ready. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know. She's, I, I would subscribe to her newsletter. She's literally will email you what they're doing every day.
0: Yeah. Kathy, Kathy would subscribe to Kathy Woods' newsletter. Kathy Woods sponsors podcast. If she's going to get a plug on here.
1: Yeah. She's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right so I mean you basically you gave us some some must have for the long term right ETFs Kathy Wood's uh newsletter uh dot ETFdb.com never heard of it but you're, you you suggested uh so I'm definitely going to go check it uh out as soon as we're done here now I want you to to look into the the camera the proverbial camera yeah. and talk to maybe a, a a young woman that's been listening to the podcast and maybe she hasn't Taking a leap to start trading yet based on what i've told her
1: yeah.
0: um uh, so what would you say to 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 her or maybe a young man who has um some history with the law and and is a little uh lost for for revenue or profits or any type of financial stability what would you say to to him
1: i would just say like you know, you, your job, like we invest so much into our jobs, right? We invest our time, our energy, our emotions, our minds, we put it all into our jobs and our paychecks don't look any different, right? <laughs> like they, we get the same check, um, every two weeks, it, same salary, what have you, like the stock market. Um, what you put into it is literally the, the product of what you're going to get back. Like if you study this and really apply yourself at this, there's no limit. Like, there's literally no limit to how, how far it can take you. Um, so I just think like, it's really, really important to kind of think about that and, and think about, um, just the possibilities, you know, you, you can work a job. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you know, you want to work a job because you want to, not because you have to. And that's, that's the goal here.
0: I, I like it. Just have, having the, having options. Well, <laughs> no, okay, pun, no, no <laughs> pun intended, right? Yeah. Um, having those financial options. Uh, thank you, Elena, for joining us. Uh, can you just quick, just plug your, plug yourself stuff one more time. So if there's anybody out there, especially the young women who maybe I haven't inspired you enough, but hearing uh, Elena here speak and tell you about how her journey and her background has inspired you, uh, make sure you go check out all her socials and her website. If you don't mind giving us those one more time.
1: Yeah. So our website, it's optionsbay.com. It's just like options and then B-A-E. Um, We're on Instagram at Options Bay, TikTok. We have a Facebook group. Um, We're on Twitter. We're everywhere. Pinterest. I think Chaz made a Pinterest. So yeah. <laughs> options our- Bay. Yeah. Hit us up. Okay.
0: Okay, so I'm going to link all of those things in the description for for whoever is interested in um, going and following them or maybe getting her, her intro to uh, the stock market and options course that they have on their website. Um, follow her on all socials and check her out because, again, if you're a young woman or a young man who's looking for just more options, again, no pun intended, I can't think of any other word, be honest with you, um, you're learning from somebody who gets to do this for for a living. So if anybody can teach you something, it's going to be Elena and Chaz. So thank you so much for joining us today, Elena.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview. Make sure you go and check out Options Bay on all platforms. I've linked them in the show notes for you. There are so many opportunities in the stock market and other related investment vehicles. It's time for you to go out there and find something that works for you. So, go experiment and seek information. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, reminding you, don't look for security. Seek adventure.